Welcome back to another edition of the Corporate Box On Tour, Carry On Cruising Edition, where we are currently hitting the high seas in the South Pacific, live on board Royal Caribbean's megaship, the sensational explorer of the seas. Once again, Uncle Redmond and the Licensee will bring you all of the happenings of life on board. Just a very quick time for a bit of a recap of day six here on the Royal Caribbean's Explore of the Season. I'm going to begin proceedings by doing a couple of observations that the licensee has noticed around the Royal Caribbean ship today and, um, and, and also something that goes back to earlier in the week. And firstly, I'm going to say I was in the solarium pool this afternoon, <laughs> enjoy, enjoying, enjoying a coconut mango daiquiri. Uh, and, and I had the pool to myself, you know. I was the only one in there at the time. And along came a gentleman. Now, I would say this gentleman, I'm going to, I'm going to explain that this gentleman was built like Tony Abbott. <laughs> now, there's a good reason why I've compared him to Tony Abbott, and that will be... Uh, that will come to the fore very quickly. It wasn't. It wasn't Mark from Melbourne, was it? He, he looks a bit like Tony Abbott with those cab doors it, open. It wasn't Mark from Melbourne, I can assure you of that. But this gentleman... This gen- I saw this gentleman 30 seconds before he got to the pool. Uh, he was wearing budgie smugglers. And let me tell you, his package made M- Mark Shervington would have squirmed. All right. <laughs> I will tell you now. Now, as you know, Uncle Revan, Mark... Matt, 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 Matt Shervington. Matt Shervington. Matt Shervington. We've confused our Marks and Matt. Matt Shervington, the former 100-metre uh, sprinter. Matt Shervington was known as the lunchbox... Now, this guy, this was a three-course meal. <laughs> I'll say. Like, he got in the pool. There wasn't room for three of us in the pool. I can tell you that right now. Um, so I had to get out. And uh, that was the end of the solarium pool for me for a while until he was finished doing his business. But anyway, I digress on another topic and another observation. I ran, in, I ran into ran past Joseph today from the Love and Marriage Game. Now I've run, I've run into, I've seen Joseph every day since the Love and Marriage game. It's day six. Uh, Joseph, we first saw on, on night three, and I've seen him at least once a day every day. Every time I've seen him, he's wearing the same clothes. That's what he was <laughs> <laughs> on night three of the Love and Marriage game. Now I'm concerned that Joseph hasn't packed anything else besides what he wore. I'm, I'm even convinced that Ada, his lovely wife. Didn't even tell him he was going on a cruise. I, it's possible that she just said, we're going to the shops, and, he, and got him to the circular key, and here he is. I will make a couple of comments about uh, Joseph, the unwitting celebrity, and uh, Matthew, the uh, buffet, buffet lunch uh, Um I don't think Joseph realises that he was on a celebrity game show. <laughs> <laughs> I think he just thinks he was having a meal, um, in a restaurant, possibly, uh, not even on a boat. Um, and someone asked him a series of questions about his relationship, and as always, he was brutally honest. And uh, Ada pretty much uh, confirmed what we all, all knew um, that Joseph's uh, not quite there. Uh, he did, in fact, think that his uh, father in law was still alive. Um, he said he didn't smile much. Uh, uh, once we all realised that he was dead, he's been dead since fucking 1990. Um, people realise why he's not smiling, it's because he's, uh, he's pushing up daisies, basically. 
Um, but, um, Lyson, so yes to your comments about uh, well-endowed gentlemen around pool decks. Um, I'm not a homosexual, as you know. Well, and either, neither is uh, the licensee. Neither is the licensee. But I notice these things. I do have a bit of a look. I have a bit of, I have a bit of a look in shower blocks. I have a bit of a look uh, when I go to the toilet. If uh, you're in one of those multi-purpose tray things where you all po- po- point the little bloke at the same same slice of heaven. Um, I, oh, yeah, I have a bit of a look. Um, Licensee, I'm not particularly well endowed. I know this. I know this much. But I don't like seeing blokes who are packing it up in a little bloody, uh, you know, a little a little sauce packet. I like I like to see him. I like to see him wear a pair of shorts. Um, I think we all do, yeah. Uncle Redmond. Yeah. So that's one of the reasons why uh, the Uncle Redmond he likes to keep his, his nephew, uh, little Anthony. He likes to, he likes to keep him in a pair of shorts, even though he wouldn't fill out a sauce packet. <laughs> yeah. So I think uh, I think I'm I'm on there on board with that. Now. Day six has seen a few things. Obviously, we watched a little bit more NRL tonight. Um, South Sydney, a good win over the Roosters um, in the end. A really close encounter. 26 to 18, I think the final score may have been. Um, and then the earlier game, it was nil all at half time. A crazy uh, half between the Knights and Cronulla. And full time, I think it was end up 14 8 to the Knights. For those that missed the game, missed the results. Uh, tonight we saw the Rock Britannia party, the show, the street party put on by the crew. What are your thoughts on the Rock Britannia? Really enjoyed the Rock Britannia, mostly because my number two um, girl, Mel, the Mel B lookalike. I don't even know her name. I just know her as Mel B. It's Angelina, is it? Angelina, name? Angelina, Angelina, otherwise known as Mel B, because she sounds like her, and she's just she's just a beautiful brown piece of work, uh, Mel B, Angelina. Slash Angelina. Um, she was part of the show, and right at the end of the show, uh, even though I'd been motioning to her the entire evening, she finally realised it was me, and she gave me a little rock, rock god kind of devil's horns type thing. When uh, I think uh, I think it might have even been ACDC or The Clash was on, and uh, I felt very special. She made me feel very special, um, so I quite enjoyed that. Um, I, I enjoyed the rugby league too. I uh, didn't really see much of the first game because we had to watch it on other people's streaming services on their phones, and and uh, unfortunately the uh, the roaming nuff nuff uh, from the night before <laughs> had arrived and was asking questions about all random things like whether or not uh, Melbourne would win the premiership if, uh, for instance, uh, Cameron Smith got injured. Uh, questions from last night that he kept repeating, getting in the way. Uh, at one point, uh, when the streaming service did come back on, uh, he hogged someone's phone at a critical moment, I think, when someone was about to score a try. He did, he, and I think, I think it even made it, went into buffering as a result. <laughs> the roaming nuff-nuff, he just he spoils, a, he spoils a good, nice rugby league. What I did like in the, in the second game was a bit of rain uh, brought, the, brought the match a bit closer together than it might have otherwise been, and there was a fair bit of black. I like seeing there was a, yeah. a bleeding Latrell Mitchell, probably yeah. the highlight of the match. Yeah, a couple of couple of uh, brouhaha's, uh, the odd Donny Brook, in Brooklyn, the odd the odd tete a tete, contretemps, contretemps. I don't mind a Malay or a Fracar. Uh, there's plenty of those. Uh, a fair bit of uh, fair bit of claret, and I think the better team won. Yes, well, that was uh, pretty much day six here on Royal Caribbean's Explore the Seas. We'll be back shortly. So, many people have asked us in this cruise, what is the corporate box? Some may consider the corporate box just a venue for craft beer and sports. Others have described it as a refuge. I prefer to think of the corporate box as simply a state of mind.
Okay, Uncle Redmond, we're just out uh, poolside here in the Solarium Pool where uh, plenty of great sights happening. We're beautiful uh, conditions out here on the Royal Caribbean Explorer the Sea today. There's lots of staff walking around. It would be remiss of us not to actually talk about the, the lovely crew on board the Royal Caribbean Explorer of the Seas. Um, of course, we have met quite a few, and obviously our, our three main staff that we've been dealing with, of course, our cabin boy, Pastor Paul. Now, Pastor Paul we've hardly seen, but that's often a good sign of a cabin boy, the one that you don't see that gets the job done. What are your thoughts on Pastor Paul? Love Pastor Paul. He's very efficient, very clean. What I like is sometimes when I go to my room, he does my towel in a funny shape of an animal, and he puts my sunglasses on it. Very, very, very humorous from Pastor Paul. But funny, funny, but unseen, unseen funny. You don't, you don't need to stand there and guffaw with him for fucking half an hour over, over his efforts in, in, in bloody tucking a towel up to make it look like an elephant. Yes, yes, of course. That's the uh, the, the very uh, fine art of the uh, the cabin cabin stewards on board Royal Caribbean. They will make a, a bit of a towel animal for you um, in the evening. Now, of course, at dinner time oh. we're we're on the late session for oh. dinner. Our, our main waiter, Arturo. Now, Arturo, I've got to say, must be on a quota. He must have to give out a certain amount of meals to get his paycheck because he is giving us two meals of just about everything. Um, oh, double, double mains, double entrees. We're not even asking for some of these meals. I am a bit, <laughs> a bit worried about Arturo on a couple of fronts. That being one of them. But uh, the dyed brown hair is, uh, is I don't know. It's not a good look. Not a good look. As someone who has dyed their hair in the past and look fabulous, I might add. Um, it's not a great look. I'm also worried that after he fills you up with three or four mains, he wants to talk about the benefits of right-wing vigilanteism in the Philippines. I mean, not the sort of after-dinner dinner topic that I'm used to. Um, I tend to remain quiet, which isn't my go licensee, usually, as you know. Uh, I just tend to remain quiet and suck on the last remnants of my triple bourbon and coke that Arturo has prepared for me to butter me up for his vigilanteism talk. Yes, of course. Now, of course, Arturo isn't, doesn't work alone. Oh, he, no. uh, oh, he, no. he is assisted by uh, the oh. love... <laughs> The lovely Irene oh that you can get, you can gather Uncle Redmond has taken a bit of a shining to the lovely Irene. Um, very fairly new to we believe the Royal Caribbean Explorer of the Sea. What are your thoughts on uh, the lovely Irene, Uncle oh, Redmond? Words nearly again. Words nearly family. They doge the double beauty spot. I mean seriously, what what? There must be a god. There must be a god. The lovely Irene, double beauty spot. Uh, she does. She laughs at our jokes, but I think I don't know if she gets them. I don't know if she gets them in their entirety. But she's polite enough to understand that we are trying to make jokes. I'm flirting my ass off with her, and she still calls me sir. Yes, uh, Sir Anthony, that you've been known. Which, well, obviously that takes us to another uh, another crew member, one of our favourite bartenders down in the tavern, uh, which Uncle Redmond has has, has kindly uh, renamed Saint Anthony. Uh, down there in the tavern, uh, he's certainly um, done us uh, quite a few drinks. He was the one who introduced us to the Kraken Colada. Um, probably would, shouldn't be a good thing. <laughs> Sir Anthony's quick. Uh, he's fast. He's got no emotion. Um, all he wants to do is prepare you a drink as quickly as possible and get you as pissed as quickly as possible. And I love Sir Anthony. God bless him. I think it's Saint Anthony. Oh, Saint, Saint, Saint Anthony. I'm Sir Anthony. Uh, Saint Anthony, yes. Patron saint of lost causes, as they say, um, which you often find uh, amongst barflies. Um, saint Anthony's fabulous. He, he, uh, he can whip up a, a cracking colada faster than, than you can say... <laughs> God bless St Anthony. All right, and um, of course we've been down in the. Uh, 
Redmond's just uh, saying hello to one of the entertainment crew there. Of course, the entertainment crew keeping us all entertained. She's like a dark, she's like a dark, darker version of Mel B. She's absolutely fabulous. I fucking love her. Okay, well, obviously, uh, Uncle Redmond has a bit of a penchant for the female crew. Uh, of course, obviously, we couldn't uh, talk about the crew and not talk about the the plethora of Indian lads in running the English pub. <laughs> the, uh, the old, uh, old Hindi-Anglo-Celtic pub, yes, it is interesting. Um, some of them aren't quite au fait with, uh, with uh, uh, drink combinations. Uh, they, aren't, they don't understand uh, that when you ask for a red stripe, you would like a red stripe. Uh, they're not quite. Uh, their, their memories aren't quite good enough to re- to remember that uh, the last drink you had was the drink you probably want to have this time. Um, they tend to fall over a lot. It's a, it's a bit. It's a bit like imagine, imagine B- Benny Hills said in Mumbai in about 19, 1980. It's a, it's a bit what it's like. They love cricket. Uh, they love making jokes amongst themselves. They're so, usually so enamoured with their with their jokes, uh, their, their little in jokes, that they forget to serve people. It's quite. It's quite the humorous evening out if you if you want to if if you're prepared to go there and not get drunk. <laughs> all right, Uncle Redmond. Well, that's a, that's a bit of a, a bit of a rundown on most of the crew here. Of course, they're all very hard-working crew on board Royal Caribbean's Explorer of the Seas. Okay, just time for a quick shout-out to a couple of the sponsors of the Corporate Box on Tour, Carry On Cruising Edition. Of course, we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for the great people at Cheap Cruise Sales. You can find them online at cheapcruisesales.com.au. Momo Travel, of course, are always providing awesome travel advice in the must-do and never-to-be-missed festival and party travel markets over at fomotravel.com. None of this would be possible without FOMO Travel because none of us want to miss out. Uncle Ribbon, we might have a little bit of a quick chat about uh, the other clientele on board a Royal Caribbean cruise and, and on board this particular Explorer of the Seas seven night trips out to the South Pacific. Uh, there's very much an eclectic mix on board the Royal Caribbean Explorer of the Seas. I must say, young and old, a number now it is it is currently not school holidays, so the question's got to be asked whilst the, why are these people under 18 not at school? Is my, is my initial question because there is quite a few kids, not too many, but, but quite a few. Uh, what's your general uh, general thoughts on the the other clientele on the cruise? Well, you know, these things are, it's, it's a little bit like you're holding a mirror up to yourself and sometimes you don't like what you see, do you? And uh, as for these kiddies that are under 18 that are being, uh, you know, taken over the, the high seas when they should be learning uh, math, science, English, history, um, that accounts for uh, the stupidity of their parents, their bogan parents, of which there are many. <laughs> there are many. Um, basically, their parents are like me, except there's no spawn of Uncle Redmond. Um, and so, like I said, sometimes you don't like what you see, but what you see is what you get, and what you get is what you is. Yes, well, I think uh, Uncle Redmond's probably brought up a very interesting point. I think, I think middle, mainstream Australia, which is probably most bogan, um, <laughs> loves, loves a cruise. They love a cruise, and I, I would say that that is probably the 
foremost clientele of a cruise. Would you agree with that, Uncle Redmond? Yeah, that's probably true. That's probably true, Licensee. I did cop an interesting tidbit when you were going for a wee-wee uh, before, and I was caught out on the smoker's desk. Smoker's, the smoker's uh, deck. Um, uh, as you know, I don't smoke. Uh, I don't condone uh, the excessive use of drugs or alcohol in any form, prescription or otherwise. Uh, so I'm not one to go out and have a durry. But I was caught out there, and I was caught out there with a few customers, one of whom had very few teeth and a lot of tattoos. And the subject matter was a person who had been arrested last night and evidently has been banned from all future Royal Caribbean cruises, which uh, apparently is quite the penalty, um, for uh, punching on with uh, the staff in the casino. I suspect this gentleman had had a loss and he was drunk and he thought the only way to take it out on uh, himself um, and his misery was to punch on with uh, a hired staff on the Royal Caribbean cruise in the Cregina, in the big house as we call it. Um, I found that interesting because I've not seen, despite some of these people I suspect occasionally engaging in a bit of road rage, um, getting upset at their, uh, uh, their, their, their children's teachers for giving them a, 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 the, the sort of mark they deserve, i.e. something below D. Um, I suspect that um, they have uh, seen and engaged in various acts of violence on shore, but I've not seen anything to suggest that they would do it on the boat. And I've not seen or heard any, despite the fact that, you know, as you know, like I say, I do like an early night, um, I've not seen or heard anything to suggest that uh, anyone has been engaged in that kind of activity on this particular vessel. So I am surprised. Yes, it is a bit of a surprise because everyone seems to be having a really good time on board Royal Caribbean's Explorer of the Seas on this seven-night trip out to the South Pacific. Everyone's everyone's getting on. Everyone's Ch chilled. I think the word is yeah. like to say chilled. Yes, yes, that's probably a pretty good word. I, I think you, you could use. Now, obviously, all people are catered for, uh, including as you alluded to, a couple of smokers. One thing I've noticed is that they really do cater for the smokers. They even get their own bar, their own little pop-up bar out in the, in the, in the smokers area. You know, what, what kind of other place in Australia would have a pop-up bar just for the smokers? <laughs> I really don't know licensee, but uh, I'm happy for them because they're, they're pariahs everywhere else, everywhere else in the world, especially in Australia. So good on them for having their own little piece of paradise on the high seas. And one thing I must love about the, the Royal Caribbean's um, embracement of smokers is the lovely Deck 11 smoking area beautifully positioned next to the kiddies' pool. It's a fantastic situation. I think as our, as our, as our surprisingly funny comedian, uh, who at the time was dressed in a bloody Adam, Adam the Ants jacket and I thought would be as funny as a bloody hat full of arseholes, he was very funny, and he mentioned the juxtaposition of the kiddies' pool next to the smokers' lounge, which was hilarious at the time. Yes, and we have we have been uh, we have confirmed that the, that is the case here on board Royal Caribbean uh, Explorer of the Seas. Uh, but many different ages, young, old, indifferent, middle-aged, families, singles. It's, it's attracting a, a wide range cruising these days, Uncle Redmond. I actually, I actually think I'm, I, I met I met my female body double um, just just before uh, lunch. Uh, licensee, her name was Carla. Uh, she was quite hot, uh, unlike Uncle Redmond. I thought you said it was a body double. Unlike unlike Uncle Redmond, she was quite she was quite tall, uh, but she, yeah, she was very very attractive and outgoing, a lot like the old Uncle Redmond. Um, and she was she said she was on the on some kind of solo cruise thing. But she was here with her uh, licensee, i.e. her elder sister, who was 10 years older than her. 
and she was definitely looking for a good time. And I thought, well, it's nice to see that there's people of all ages and persuasions on the tour, on the, on the cruise. Um, there are a lot of families, but having said that, some of those families, the blokes are like, well, I'm on the cruise, I can just let the little rascals run loose and have a few lemonades. And you see quite a lot of that, I must say, which is good to see, because I've got to say, if ever I got one past the keeper, that's exactly what I'd want to do on a cruise. Yes, well, there, is, there actually is a couple of uh, designated groups on the Royal Caribbean Explore the Seas this week, uh, two two in particular. Now, the first one you've alluded to a little bit there, a bit of a singles group cruise, apparently. Uh, so Singles Cruising, I believe, is the organisation, and they've got around about 50-odd people on board. Now, I've got to say, I've not run into them. Uh, perhaps they've no, they're no longer single, Uncle Redmond. <laughs> but, perhaps things might have worked. Might have worked, because we've not really run into anyone from the Singles Cruise. Um, I'm guessing they're busy. Now, another group that is on a bit of a, a junket conference, I think is probably the word you could use, is the Pole Dancing Conference. Now, <laughs> now I... Uncle, Uncle Redmond may not be able to elaborate here, but I can elaborate that the pool deck has been in scintillating form with a number of uh, bikini-clad women, I suspect, from the pole dancing group, uh, out on enjoying the sunshine, enjoying the pools, enjoying the cocktails uh, by poolside, which you would expect on board such a, a luxurious ship. Um, and they, I have run into quite a few of them um, on board, and they're good for a little chit-chat. Uh, now and then. Well, so see, as, as you know, I'm uh, one of my very good, one of my very good friends, uh, Commodore Commodore Steet. Commodore Steet is a naval officer, and he is a very, very, very attractive man, Commodore Steet, especially when he's in uniform. Um, he once said to me in a strip club on King Street in uh, Melbourne, of which there are many strip clubs. He said, "Uncle Redmond, why are we here? Rhetorically, why are we here?" And uh, and the reason why we were there was to get fired up, and we got fired up. And we had, it's like, it's like we were loading, loading bullets into our little guns and we had nowhere to fire them. And so I don't really like being fired up or aroused by visual stimuli, licensee, without having anywhere to fire my bullets. And I've got to say, those, uh, those, uh, those, those, uh, those bloody pole dancing shields, they're very, very attractive women. They're extremely attractive women. They like displaying the fact that they're attractive women. And they also like denying you the opportunity to fire bullets. And so I'm not into that whatsoever. Okay. I think you might have made a bitty passing remark earlier in the week, Uncle Redmond, that uh, what was the difference between a light on and a hard on? You can go to sleep with a light on, licensee. All right, and that's where we might leave the uh, clientele section. All right, Uncle Redmond, this is the last recap of the cruise, day seven. Uh, and uh, this was very much a bit of a laid-back, casual kind of day, I think, for most people on the cruise ship, if I, if I could probably speak for all of them. Um, we did quite a few things. We uh, watched a bit of football, did a bit of shopping, um, saw a comedian, watched Karaoke Superstar, discovered a new drink, Zacapa, and dry ginger ale. So there was plenty on offer. Uh, give us your thoughts on the last day of the cruise, Uncle Redmond. Really quite enjoyable, uh, licensee. I, uh, um, I forgot how much fun could be had when you're awake. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I must say, listeners, this Uncle Redmond has now been awake for 12 hours in a row. It, it, and on this cruise, that is a record. I just kind of felt like, as I think I might have mentioned in a previous podcast, um, I, uh, I'm not into this doing, doing stuff. And today kind of confirmed that because it was raining. It was fucking pissing down, in fact. Um, 
and uh, the ship was rocking a bit and there were people everywhere and I thought I'm just going to do what I would usually do if I'm awake and have a couple of drinks. And I found that uh, other people were partaking in that uh, particular activity with more vigour than usual because of the weather. And I said to them, this is what you can do all the time if you like. <laughs> and if you don't like doing this, go and have a nana nap. Um, uh, with me on that, others weren't. I will note, however, that our, one of our... One of our one of our cruise friends that we have made we're we're, we're very with the license C and I are very friendly very mm. friendly customers. There's a lot of people that gravitate towards mm. us for various mm. reasons. Yeah, one of those people was good old Mark from Mark Melbourne. from Melbourne. Now Mark, we could go on. We could probably have a whole an entire <laughs> episode of Mark and Melbourne. We could have an entire episode on Mark from Melbourne and Dee's quest to keep up with Mark from Melbourne. Dee, his lovely wife. Um, now this will be one of my lasting memories of the cruise. Um, I was going to get a little bed drink. I was going to get milk, and I thought, fuck it, I'm not going to get milk. I'm going to get Kaluran milk with no ice. And I did, from one of the Indians at the Irish pub. Very nice fellows. Check them out if you ever get on one of these cruises. Royal Caribbean, Explorer of the Seas. Anyway, um, just as I was uh, getting my uh, drink served, who should turn up for D? Asking the rhetorical question, have you seen my husband? <laughs> yes. Mark, Mark, I'd say, has got more value out of a drinks package than any human being in the history of Royal Caribbean. I don't think I saw Mark's over. And we met Mark on the first evening at dinner. Mark and Dee were on our table for dinner. They were allocated. We only saw them once at dinner. In fact, we didn't turn up that often ourselves. Um, But Mark and Dee turned up the first night, and Mark had had a couple. And I don't think I saw him sober again at any stage on the cruise. <laughs> what do you think, Uncle Redmond? Mark, Mark and Dee had a very rudimentary understanding of the separation of powers, uh, <laughs> government, uh, executive, uh, law, the rule of law. But they're pretty good company. Uh, but you're quite right. Uh, Mark has not been 08 uh, since, I don't know, since he first stepped on the boat. Yeah, he's had a couple. He's had a couple hundred, at least. Um he drank them dry of one particular drink that he was drinking. He had to drink them dry because he knew he wanted the bottle. <laughs> That's a bit of a collector's item. So he drank the whole bottle. I'm a bit worried that I'm going to... I'm actually in the licensee's uh, cabin at the moment as we uh, wrap, wrap things up. I'm a bit worried I'm going to I'm gonna flick, flick my flick my switch and, and, and pop my card into my own cabin and find Mark, Mark from Melbourne uh, in, in, nude doing pogo dancing to Slipknot, uh, mm. drunk in my room. Exactly, yes, yes. Now, Zacapa was the drink that we found. We should have found it a lot earlier on the the cruise. It turned out to be a very smooth rum. Apparently aged 23 years. You're supposed to drink it straight. Well, that wasn't... Uncle Revan and I weren't having any of that. We were were touching it up with a bit of dry ginger ale. Very nice drink. We can recommend it. Well, so you really need seven days to uh, find your cabin, find your favourite drink, favourite girl. I mean, I only need one day for that because I found Irene immediately with Angelina on the side. Hong Kong, um, but uh, that that's a carpa, I think it's called. Uh, Robert Robert from Croatia recommended it to it us. It was young young Robert from Croatia. Yeah. Robert from Croatia, who um, is uh, one of the non uh, non non Filipino, one of the very few. If ever you get on one of these cruises, Royal Caribbean Explorer of the Sea, Robert from Croatia is one of the is he's the non Filipino non Indian uh, bar and uh, and beverage staff. Um, you'll spot him a mile off. Ask him for some zakapa with some dry, and their dry is a little bit less ginger ale, more dry than our usual ginger ale, but it's absolutely beautiful. Highly recommend it. Took us seven days to find it. Took me seven days to be able to find my room without the licensee holding my hand. Um, I wish Irene was in there now, but she's not. Uh, This is the end of the cruise. It's been wonderful. All right, well, that's a quick recap of day seven.
Okay, well that is a wrap for another day of the Corporate Box on Tour, Carry On Cruising Edition. Remember to tune back in tomorrow for more shenanigans and laughs with Uncle Redmond and the Licensee. Thank you.